0: you are now in the corn booth podcast a sports podcast from belly of sports and the belly up podcast network here is your host jared clinton Ooh,
1: ladies
0: Gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Cornerwood Podcast. I am your fantastic host, Mr. Jerry, Clark, alongside my trusty sidekick with the mean mustache, Mr. Kev. We are back today. It is Tuesday. We have football tonight because the first good thing COVID's given us all year is Tuesday night football.
1: So I'll run with it.
0: Um, Kev, how you doing, bud? Uh, we got a big show today. Are you excited? I'm always excited. Oh, that's that's always good to hear. All right. So, leading off my football last night, my boy, Mr. Big Arm, Joe Burrow – I mean, Justin Herbert took on the Saints in the Superdome, took it down to the wire. Mike Williams' inability to break a tackle cost him the game. 30-27 uh, 20, 20, is the final. Um. Chargers are probably the worst 1-4 team, the best 1-4 team in football.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd give that to them. I mean, they've been in all these games. I don't think they've lost
0: by more than a touchdown, right? I don't think they have. If they have, it's been like garbage it, it, time points. Well, they won their one game with Tyrod, but the problem is it's like with Tyrod, you're basically driving a Toyota Camry you're, yeah, you're going to get there, but you're only going to get there in about three hours with Justin Herbert. You're in a supercharged like Corvette, and you're trying to score. And you might get there in an hour, but you might get a speeding ticket. So I don't know. I, I you know how much of a big Justin Herbert fan I am, Kev, I'm not going to knock on you because I missed on a couple quarterbacks last year. To last year and the year before, Herbert was my big sell. I'm like, this is going to be the best kid in the class. I've been saying, I've been thinking it. Because as much as I love Tua, Tua may have Breeze's release and accuracy. Justin Herbert has a fucking bazooka, and on top of that, he has the improv skills that rival Burrow's, which allow him to make crazy throws even when he has a shit offensive line. Last night he missed a throw or two. Armstrong was it? Armstrong was there. Leadership was there. The lack of fear was there. I'm all, all aboard the Burrow train. I'm driving that thing to the station. I've been on. <laughs> I, I kicked KJ off for obvious reasons because uh, he was driving it with me. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leading that charge. But um, Saints still look like a questionable team to me. They'll probably win that division because, like, the NF, most of the NFL this year, your division's either crap and it's a garbage, like, cage fight to see who pulls it out. <coughs> NFC South, NFC East. Or... You're like – of three, and one teams, like the 3 and three-in-one or 4 and one teams, like the NFC North. So – AFC North. So definitely an interesting week for my football. Good game. I ended up staying up watching the rest of overtime and everything else. So what was your opinion on the game last night, Kev? I mean, I even tweeted it that I was very, 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 very wrong about Justin Herbert. That was nine varies, folks. It's a new record. I tweeted way more but I didn't want to read all of them.
1: Mhm. Um. But I still don't think he's the best quarterback in this class. I still think he's the third best quarterback. Joe Burrow right now, I would rather have. And I think if you say, if you use Tua's arm strength as a knock against him, you've never seen him play.
0: I'm not saying it's a knock. No, I know you're saying Herbert has a stronger arm strength, but I've heard that argument.
1: Like, oh, Tua's arms isn't that strong. Okay just way to admit that you only watched like you didn't watch him play at all. I was going to say you only watched Combine, but he didn't participate. Win healthy 2 is going to be the best quarterback in this class. His health concern
0: debate, I will still debate that with you, but we won't know until 2 gets on the field. So,
1: yeah. And but no, I mean Saints started out slow. Got hot. That's the issue with these Chargers. They can't hold on to a lead. And I'm not knocking Herbert for that, but they were up by 14 at one point against the Bucs. Uh, Bucks scored 10 in the fourth quarter, while the Chargers didn't score any to win. Uh, same thing with the Saints. They scored 11. The Chargers scored three in the fourth to send it to overtime. This team just can't hold on to a lead to save their life, and that is kind of the do-or-die thing about a rookie quarterback. They, As the other team kind of gets really going, It's going to get tougher and tougher until Herbert gets used to the NFL. Fair enough. Now, Herbert also didn't have a full offseason. He didn't have any offseason, didn't have any preseason games. So I'm not knocking the kind of player he is right now. You can see what he can do. He's only going to get better
0: over time. I will tell you this right now. Tua will have a faster start than Herbert did. But I still think Herbert will have the better career because even though Tua had the offseason, Herbert got the trial by fire. Where it's like, oh, hey, we know you have no offseason. You know, we know you have really no time with the coaches or receivers. We're going to throw you out there because Tyrod got a hole punched in his chest. And we're going to see what you can do. And he's like, all right, bet. It's like Oregon all over again. Because Oregon, he had four different offensive coordinators. They're, Mario Cristobal's offense is more conservative than a Catholic family at a Trump rally. And, I, like, and the guys still put up great numbers. And then finally, at the end of the season, they turned him loose. And that's the whole reason I was driving the, the the whole Herbert train. I'm like, you know what? Like, The kid looked amazing in the Rose Bowl, and then I watch him in uh, the Senior Bowl. It looked incredible. I'm like, oh, eh, yeah, I'm buying stock in this kid. So, Kev, trust me. I, I completely get why you'd have your suspicions going to this. We'll definitely see with Tua because the biggest thing about Tua is we haven't seen him play yet. It's the same thing. Like, I, I would love to, like, at least with all the quarterbacks from last year's class, we saw all of them. And we know we're getting, but with this year's class kind of different because we've seen Burrow, Herbert, and and um, shit. No, we oh, haven't seen two yet. Seen. Yeah, I think it's only those two,
1: right? Herbert Burrow.
0: That yeah, can't we, be what we've seen. I mean, well, I mean, we've seen Jalen Hurts for two or three plays. That yeah, so no, he doesn't count. I mean, well, the only other high picks really were Jordan Love. And And, and and Jacob Eason. Yeah, Jacob Eason. He was like a
1: fourth rounder and third. Okay, Jared's me He's a third. I could have sworn he was a fourth. But, and then, uh, Fromm was
0: undrafted. Well, I mean, he's also behind Josh MVP Allen, so I don't think he's going to play much. No, he's not playing at all. Yeah, Jacob Eason was a fourth rounder. Okay, how early in the fourth round? I I I just closed. Well, I mean, the two separate Okay, so yeah, no, I was off. I th- I swear to God, I thought he was third round there, because I thought he went earlier. But, I mean, I remember, like, raving about the Colts picking him up, because who who better to learn from the guy who's his prototype? Jacob Easton is a micro-Philip Rivers, and it's hysterical. Yeah, if Jacob Easton was drafted in the third round, whatever team drafted him would be the dumbest organization Well, I also yeah. remember, beginning of the, uh, it was halfway through the season, he was still projecting a 31 or 32, before Jordan Love started coming out at the end of the season. That's true. But also I
1: want to point out you said that Herbert has had the trial by fire thing. That rarely works out in the long run. I mean, it worked out for Dak
0: so far. Carson, not so bad so far. And I mean, like, it's okay, but I mean like you want to talk about the most recency bias, you throw out like Daniel Jones, oh good God. But I'm I not mean recency. I'm just talking the last twenty years. Is that too recent? I mean, no, I didn't know how recent you were going. To Marcus but Russell, like,
1: he had some other issues, but Johnny Manziel, Baker, Johnny Manziel didn't start till week two, though. I, I mean, mean I, I yeah, I get, it, I get it, I get
0: it. They also had full off seasons. I I guess the way I, the way I'm trying to spin it is that this is definitely it, it, I would relate it to Cam's first year in 2015, in 2011, when we were just coming off the strike. Cam and his classic quarterbacks, like Jake Locker's, Blaine Gabbert's of the world. You know, turn out up for those two. So, so you mean the guy who's at, like, Cam Newton, who won an MVP, is on the Patriots, obviously. Jake Locker, the guy who's out of the league. And Blaine Gabbert, who's a backup for the Bucks, I think. Okay, so, Jake Locker's out of the league because the dude's brain is made of jelly. Because he took so many shots to the forehead. But, I think there was one other quarterback out of that 2011 class. I cannot remember who was it. Tim but, Tebow. Thank you no, for proving was... my point.
1: point. All right. Maders fine. Now with the Mets minor league system.
0: Okay, Kev, you win. <laughs> All
1: right. But moving on. Oh, wait. Tebow was 2010. Who was in the 2011?
0: I thought there was another star that came
1: out of 2011. Uh, wait, was it Foles? I'm not. No, he was 12, like the the fourth round, or like the sixth round, wherever the hell he was drafted.
0: Andy Dalton. That's what I was thinking of, and Colin Kaepernick. Oh, uh, that was the other one. I, was, I thought I, I had a suspicion about Kaepernick, because I remember he was the year before Russell Wilson. And Ryan Mallett, who was a third-round pick, great pick, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> God didn't even play a freaking snap. No, he was a starter for Baltimore for a couple games. No, I'm talking a snap for New England. Yeah, he played a couple games, I think, because Brady, like, they were blowing teams out. All right, so I stand corrected. I mean, I should have said starting snap, but whatever. Another uh, Bill O'Brien classic right there, Ryan Mallett. Oh, yeah, he
1: did play for the Texans.
0: He was supposed to be their franchise. Whoever thought Ryan Malt would be a franchise quarterback isn't. I mean, the guy had a bazooka arm, but the problem is his immaturity issues. I remember Hard Knocks in 2015. He was a tool on Hard Knocks. I mean, yeah, who do you, who beat him out? I think was it, it was TJ Yates. Yeah, TJ Yates beat him out. It was like, and everyone's like, well, where's TJ Yates? And I'm like, because TJ, and I'm like, I'm like, why am I rooting for TJ? I'm like, oh, because Ryan Mal's a d-bag and a half but all right speaking of guys getting in trouble being kind of disgruntled we had a little mike thomas story kevin you want to elaborate a little bit yeah so michael thomas hasn't played since week one
1: weeks two and two through four were because he was injured week five is because he got into a fight with chauncey gardner johnson in practice and so they suspended him for the game but also allegedly, this is not the first time this has happened. I'm trying to see when else it happens. I read that
0: as Mike's texting me. He got he got in a fight. I remember with uh, there it was rumored he got in a fight with um, Saints coaching too. Yeah, so it had to have been last year because that's when Gardner Johnson was taken. Yeah.
1: And then they didn't suspend Gardner Johnson, so it was Michael Thomas's fault. However, when Drew Brees is your quarterback, don't suspend Michael Thomas. I know you don't want to play favorites, but come I on. mean
0: I also just think Michael Thomas is like the biggest baby in football right now. I mean, I've been I've been driving that train for a year. I know. I how ha- you 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 put you ground you you held out your arms and like, get on! I'm like, bet. <laughs> I mean, I, we might have found the poor man's version of him off of a practice squad. So that's something. Guy's the same game as him. It just was a hell of a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, so that's – you know, with the whole – the Saints, it's it's funny because now there's, they're talking about playing games at the Tiger Stadium because New Orleans is putting in a no – like a shutdown rule. It, it's – everything with the Saints this year just feels off. You know what I mean? Everything just, it, it feels like they're, you're waiting for the explosion, but it hasn't happened yet. you got players getting into fights. They're barely beating bad teams. They're losing to the Raiders, which, are, I mean, we'll talk about that later, but the Raiders might not be as bad as we thought they were. Um, yeah, no, it, it just feels – this season for the Saints just feels really off. I don't know. What, what's your vibe about New Orleans right
1: now? Um, I don't know, because – I feel like there's always something going on in New Orleans. No,
0: we're not I, just talking about Bourbon Street either.
1: <laughs> no, with the Saints. Because, like, yeah, there was a while ago where it was uh, Jimmy Graham and everything was fine. And then they got rid of him. And I feel like every year something happens. It, hopefully this fight is
0: there something for the year. And it's not a missed tackle against the Vikings in the playoffs or letting Kyle Rudolph catch a pass while he's covered in the corner of the end zone
1: instead of just pushing him out of bounds before he comes down with it oh
0: saints choking in the playoffs it's a tradition as old as time
1: (laughs) i swear we're gonna have to
0: get Cruz a pacemaker (laughs) or just give him a new team man i don't think that's gonna happen i mean he's a florida guy we could honestly try to talk him into like rooting for like the bucks or something like damn like it's he can't root for the bucks because then he'd be called a bandwagon. True. Even can't though they're not that dolphin. good, he can't root
1: for the Jaguars because they would call him a bandwagon. Then. he just his best bet is root for the Dolphins, yeah, and say it's because of Tua.
0: I mean, hey, Cruz. So if you're Cruz is, Cruz, always listens, So Cruz, there's there's your out. You don't have to get the heartbreak anymore. The Dolphins fans have been heartbroken for years. It's only up from there. So there you go. Um, I, yeah, I just New Orleans. I'm I'm just kind of like. I know I've been slamming the New Orleans is dead train for a while. I've been hitting that mount on the target for a while. I finally feel like this year I might actually hit the target square. So you're like Max Kellerman saying Tom Brady's over the hill every year. So then once he five as <laughs> he goes? See, I was right. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll never actually say that because I actually have brain cells connected to my connected to the, like the synapses in my head instead of just Max Kellerman being a talking box for whatever's cool on Twitter. Um, you don't know how much I despise Matt Kellerman, but, um, guys, just stick to boxing. Uh, basically, I don't know. It's just, to me, it really just comes down to the whole, like, with New Orleans. I just, it just, something feels off. Like, la- like last year, even the year before, 2017, we're like, oh God, New Orleans is such a good team. And you're just like, uh-oh. So... All right, moving on. Kevin, we got to talk about the elephant in the room here. Our picks from this weekend. <laughs> I think both of us got like a three. Oh, yeah. No, that was awful. Oh, my God. Kevin, never pick my Eagles again, please. So, Kevin and I, first one, we took both of us Florida over at A&M. Yikes. <laughs> Second, both of us took UNC over Virginia Tech. That was a smart pick. So, Kevin and I each get one point apiece. Uh, Kevin took Clemson. There's two. Both of us took Indy over Cleveland. Both of us oh, took dang. Kansas City took
1: Clemson. over Las Vegas. What?
0: Both of us took Kansas City over Las Vegas.
1: Oh, Jesus. This is a bad <laughs> week for us.
0: Oh, my God. And both of us took Pittsburgh over Tennessee. Holy shit. We oh, my God. Tennessee? What? We took who over Tennessee? No, uh, both of us took like Pittsburgh, took Pitt, both of us took like Philadelphia over Pittsburgh. Oh, they said Pittsburgh over Tennessee, and I was confused. Yeah. And then, uh, Kev got Alabama. There's a point. And who did I took oh, Notre Dame? So there's a point. So Kev, you've tied it. Is officially twenty. It's twenty-seven, its
1: See, I can't – I'm probably not going to win out many weeks. I just got to wait for those weeks where you also do badly and try to steal one point. Yeah,
0: here's the – like, it was just like, what the f- – it's like everything we picked this week just went bad. I'm looking at the list, and I'm like, I picked that guy. I picked him. Oh, shit. My only picks this week were – No. I got right were Notre Dame and, and, and UNC. Holy shit. Oh, two teams I fucking hate. <laughs> It's the worst yeah. part about hey, it. Uh, guys, so just so you know, listeners, if we pick your team, you're fucked. It's like Mark picking the Cowboys or the Colts. Um, What was it? The first season, Mark picked a team, might have been one of those two. It, w- it was the Panthers, because the Philadelphia Eagles needed to sneak into the playoffs in 2018. And Mark picked the Panthers five weeks in a row, and they lost five weeks in a row. And then the second Mark picked the Panthers. Picked against them, they won two. They won one game, then lost two straight. It was the most hilarious thing I ever seen.
1: I remember that I wasn't on yet, but I did listen to the show while I was working out, and I thought that was the funniest thing.
0: We actually encouraged Mark to pick. So Kevin, I, I'm going to need you for the rest of the year to pick the Miami Hurricanes. I'm never going to do that. Kevin only hates the Hurricanes because of me. I I root for Alabama, like you tool. I don't hate the hurricanes. Your misery just amuses me. And this is why karma hits you in the face. <laughs> That's why I have a mob left. That, that wasn't a mustache joke either, because the mustache looks good. See, I, I'm all about good vibes, and I believe in karma wholeheartedly. Kevin's seen me do the dumbest things to get my karma back in order and made fun of me for it. Um, I don't believe in karma. Oh, there's your big problem, pal. I am a firm believer in karma because I've seen it hit people where it hurts. So, I mean, uh, I have reasons to and to not believe in karma, and I'm not going to say either of them on air. Fair enough. That's that's a that's a that's a live stream discussion. That's not even a live stream discussion. That's Xbox Live discussion. That's a I'm texting you right now. Oh god, don't text me right now. Remember my phone. I can't mute the conversation. Don't care. The people know it's a warning. If you hear a ding, it's because I'm texting Jared. There you go. All right, so that was rough. We we are now tied at 27 all. And there's Kevin's text message. Read it right
1: now. <laughs> I want your reaction recorded.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? You forgot about World War II Germany? Or... No, but your fucking mom, dude. <laughs> you fucking asshole. My dad's gonna listen be like, what? What were you talking about? Your mom in Germany again? This is what happens on a Tuesday. Like, shit. All right. Like, club's going up on a Tuesday. That's all I can say. Damn straight. All right. So, uh, Thursday night, right now we have Tuesday night football. As of right now, it looks like I think the Titans are winning. My NFL app would load any faster. Nope, tied 7-7. All right. We're going to roll into America's favorite game, Mr. Langley. Oh, Mr. Kevin. Um...
1: One-sentence game. and so unlike do you, when you Joey's want to pick, eat, what? Did you say it's
0: tied? No. Oh, I thought you said it's 7-7. Yeah, it is 7-7. The Bills-Titans game? Yeah. Do you want to pick the winner since it's tied? Oh, I'm so down. <laughs> Give me Buffalo,
1: 31-28. See, I want to pick Tennessee because I love Derrick Henry. I mean, but this I could I also be our th- tiebreaker for, like, this week. There's no tiebreaker at one.
0: No, but I mean, like, it could break even because right now we're currently tied for the season. Uh true. But also, I want
1: to pick the Bills because I want to hook up with a girl who's a Bills fan, and she'd hear that. Oh, she listens to the podcast? No. That you should change that.
0: Facts. Um, well, I just recorded that Snapchat. I'm debating sending it to her. Well, you'll have all. You can keep it in you like literally your phone locked for three hours and then figure it out later. I just saved it. I'll send it later
1: maybe. Um, but I think I'm gonna go with the Bills. I think that defense is phenomenal. Also, if the Bills lose, then I don't give up the tie. True. It'll be a. it'll be 28
0: all. I trapped a spider in my beer can. That's how today's going. All right. Next up on the list, one-sentence game. And unlike when Joey's here, folks, we'll actually keep it to relatively one sentence.
1: So,
0: James, I, Kevin, going you heard, five. No, I actually was keeping it short. Joey would just say things that would get me on a rant, and I'm like, oh, crap. We're trying to do one sentence here. We actually cut two segments out of the Tuesday show because we went on for so long. All right. Oh. Brady versus Falls, round two. Kevin.
1: Big dick Nick, man.
0: Da ah, Bears. And also, come on, Brady, shake his hand. Don't you want to shake a poor Nick Foles' hand? That was a Disney reference. Alright, next up, Rams in the Washington
1: football team. So always cracks me up. Alex Smith, comeback player of the year. I
0: teared up a little bit when that man walked on the field and R.I.P. to Dwayne Haskins' his career. Yikes. And also Kyle Kyle Allen, like it was almost poetry that like and I hope Kyle Allen's okay, but like I just had a feeling it was happening. Alex Smith was getting on the field today. I mean on Sunday. Kyle Allen uh, Alex Smith could hobble. Fair enough. Uh Jets and Cardinals. I mean, honestly, that game just sounded terrible. I don't think I watched it. Jets. Oh my god, I watched like highlights of it while I was like sitting in my misery of Jim Schwartz being like earning a fireable performance. Um, yeah. Jets are really bad. Free Sam. Free Levion. Don't free Denzel Mims. He can rot in New York for the rest of his career. Uh,
1: save Sam Darnold. Buy a shirt.
0: Nice. All right. Ray- D- Raiders and the Chiefs. Um, What the hell just happened? 40 to 32? Did Derek Carr remember he was an MVP candidate five years ago?
1: He was not an MVP, MVP candidate. He got a vote. Still counts. <laughs> That's fair. More than Russell Wilson's got. There, um, there you go. Uh, maybe the Raiders won't regret that 10-year contract to Gruden.
0: I I said about last comment on this. I said to a Raiders fan I knew who goes to my gym. I said, "Listen, first decent pass rusher, besides Chase Winovich, but the Raiders also have Max Crosby. I'm sorry, is just another. The kid's gonna be a top ten pass rusher for a while. He's just so talented. And the fact that I watched that kid Hardin break his hand and try to get back in the game, like this dude's a nutcase. I love it. So, um, it's Raiders also- have nice for the
1: Raiders." That when Patrick Mahomes is getting tackled and fumbles it, they don't call him down. They just say that it he was not down yet.
0: Tuck rule for the win, kid. <laughs> all right, we weren't winning uh, that game. It was all Brian Hoyer's fault. Start Jared. Jags, game. Buy a shirt. There you go. Uh, Jags and Texans. Um. I watched all of 30 seconds of this game, but I kind of predict. I kind of thought this was going to happen because no team, a team always plays better after they fire a crap head coach.
1: Uh, hey, Romeo Cornell, oldest coach in NFL history. Got a little
0: Big Romeo. All right, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh.
1: Jim, what the hell?
0: <laughs> I referred Jim Schwartz, by the way. I don't Carson care did about his it. job. Thirty points on the best defense in football.
1: <laughs> I'm looking up the box score real quick because I, I have my sentence, but I want to make sure I'm right. And I looked up Philly it's about versus Carson's Pittsburgh. Carson's interceptions. I've got a counterpoint. Okay, uh, Carson Wentz leads the league in interceptions. The second
0: pick, which is the one that put him over, was um, him just trying to make something happen on third and 25 because his offensive line basically missed two wide-open rushers. Um, but bonus sentence, hope for Philadelphia. Uh, Travis Fulgham, learn the name. This kid's a stud. I sent Kev a couple clips of him already. I'm like, this kid is a freak. Like, how has he been cut ten times? Is just, he just figured out how to play in Philadelphia? I don't know, but the kid played great. He was taking Mike Hilton who's a very good cornerback to school. He even was starting to own Joe Hayden a little bit towards the end of the game. So, uh, I would Travis- also like to point out yes. that that second pick that you said that's what put him over, that did not put him over. Oh yeah, no, I thought about it after I said it, I'm like oh, that's, I'm going to get called on that one. Um he was already leading, but the first pick to Steven Nelson like made my hair curl, but the second pick I was just like, yeah, that sounds about right. That's on Jim Schwartz. That's uh, uh, Carson was just trying to do everything he could to like. His the problem is like they were it was third and twenty five, and for the love of God somebody covered like the second Jerry Slay went out with a concussion. I'm like we're screwed. The only person who can even keep Claypool like they put him on Claypool and he calmed down for about two quarters. The second Slay went out with a concussion. I'm like up oh, we're done. That kid's a freak though. It's another guy I was right about in the draft. All right, um, Bengals and Ravens. AJ Green's getting traded. I saw that stuff on the sidelines, and I'm like, yikes.
1: AJ Green made a business decision by not going up for that pass.
0: Oh yeah, no, that was a hospital ball and a half. Trade him to. I've heard rumors that after, by the end of this week, the Patriots are gonna have Julio Jones and AJ Green on their team. I've also heard the. I've also heard them about. I mean, if we we're gonna take Savannah's word that every player who's available is going to Green Bay. you've said the same thing about philly though yeah but that's also because like i also like hear from like like um like guys who guys who actually fought like our philadelphia beat writers like john clark nbc's uh philadelphia ellie shore parks even i think he's a tool like these guys who actually are beat writers who actually have like sources inside the organization that's who if that's the only time i'll ever say it if i don't hear anything i won't say anything but i haven't heard anything today um, I also, uh, by the way, there is a trade Ertz thing going around in Philadelphia right now. We're all apparently – I was talking to Kevin about this last night. But uh, apparently Philadelphia Eagles fans are done with him because of a couple things he's doing on the sideline. Just then the fact that he wants top five tight end money but can't get open like a top five tight end like Kittle could against us when we were double covering him. So there's yeah, a no.
1: guy on Twitter. I'm not – I don't know his username and I'm not going to say it because he's an idiot. And he said – He says he used to work for ESPN in Nesson, I think, which is New England Sportsnet. He said that Julio to Patriots is a done deal, except a
0: Julio injury is holding it up. And in his header, he in his bio. He says, like, I
1: broke Brady leaving New England. Everyone could see that coming. Minka to uh, Pittsburgh uh, and two other ones. He's like, oh, I
0: called these. Like, dude, you got four right and you're tweeting shit like this every week. I guarantee Julio is going to go to a team that, like, nobody saw coming. Because that's just what Atlanta would do. Mm. True. Also, Atlanta's kind of going full rebuild mode. Arthur Blank said he won't commit to – he doesn't believe in Alex Smith long-term. You mean Matt Ryan?
1: Yeah. Strike
0: up another team that might take a run at uh, Justin Fields. Or Trey Lance. Or Trevor Lawrence. They're 0-4. Or Owen true, but then you also have both New York teams who are combined Owen 10.
1: <laughs> so they're going to trade Julio. They're going to trade Matt Ryan. And they're just going to lose by as
0: many points as possible every week. Uh, Hot take Um, Matt Ryan gets traded Dallas? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know if they believe in Andy Dalton for
0: the year. I don't think they believe him for the week. I,
1: he got I him think- a win.
0: I, yeah, but it also was against the Jet, the Giants, who are probably gonna go one and fifteen. All right, speaking of that game, uh, Giants Cowboys. Uh, this is a dissent, but prayers up for Dak Prescott. But damn it, Giants, how do you? I, I get the emotional thing of the Cowboys playing for Dak, but dude, they were up twenty. I think they were up, what? Two, they were up fourteen nothing or fourteen three, and they blew that lead. Oh, just uh, Giants and Giants. Oh God, Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. That's my that's my two comment sentence. Uh, prayers up to the best quarterback out of the 2016 NFL draft. Kiss my ass. For that second comment, not the first comment. No,
1: I, I think everyone knew.
0: Yeah. Well, just for clarification, somebody said you told did Kevin kiss your ass. You pray for Prescott.
1: Carson, Carson Wentz was drafted then.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, I respect the hell out of Dak Prescott. Do I think he's the best quarterback in the class? Not by a mile. I honestly, if if he wasn't a statue, I'd take Jericho off skill set. Um, Dak's lack of arm strength and his la- I, I don't know, it's just, there's a lot of things about Dak. I don't like the quarterback, but I respect the hell out of him. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Dolphins and 49ers, 43 from Fitzmagic.
1: Magic. <laughs> God, they need Jimmy G back. I uh, are the Dolphins better than Philly? We won
0: two. What? We won two, but with less weapons.
1: Dolphins don't have many weapons, and by fewer points, and
0: Dolphins... without with Jimmy
1: Garoppolo. Well, they didn't have like Jimmy Garoppolo played and got benched. What? <laughs> yeah. I didn't I am sorry, that was one
0: of the games I missed because I was you know, Jimmy Garoppolo was the started
1: the game and they came out after and said if it was like he's still kind of hampered from the injury, if we were closer we would have kept him in, but I'm not really buying it. I, I don't know, I take the I take
0: Philly over the doll. Especially Philly after watching that get blown. I don't even know Jim Schwartz has a job this morning. Don't be surprised if Howie starts making moves or if somebody gets benched or to cut. I don't know. This usually is around the time where foot is something drastic. Which always gets me excited. Um, uh, let's hope the tendencies. drastic thing they do is bench
1: Carson, because that'd be hysterical.
0: Yeah, but they won't, because he's the reason they're in that game towards the end. Um, yeah, that last drive pretty much was like, yeah, he's fine, relax. Um, Colts, Browns, damn, me and Kevin overshot it on this one. How the fuck are they 4-1?
1: Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, it was just a bad game. I don't want to talk about it.
0: <laughs> like, like what What am I missing here? I get it, they
1: run the ball, but Baker has the football IQ of a potato. And my body. <laughs> oh, my, what the hell? They're 4-1 for the first time since 1994. God, this is truly is 2020. What the shit? You I the love next one. I'm just all aboard the Baker train. Oh, I'm still
0: trying to st- put dynamite in the train tracks. All right. Me and Coward slapping sticks of dynamite right into the train tracks of the Baker train. Yeah, well, Colin Coward's also maybe the biggest idiot I've ever heard in sports. Max Kellerman exists, so there's Max your Max Kellerman insults. doesn't believe those takes. You can tell it in his eyes. Oh, yeah. Well, also there's also Skip Baseless, too, but... Alright, I actually heard a story, a Jay Crowder did an interview, I sent, you, I think I sent you a link for it, back during quarantine, but basically Crowder did an interview during quarantine with this really small podcast, I guess it, it was a friend of his family friend, somebody like that, well, this kid did a pod, and he interviewed was on YouTube, and apparently Crowder was like, this is, I mean, uh, Jay Crawford, sorry, Jay Crawford literally looked at Skip Ailes and like, this guy's fucking nuts, because <laughs> I think Skip actually believes his takes, which is terrifying. Uh, Vikings at Seahawks, oh boy. Kurt, you had it. Zimmy, you had it. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Never go for two if you're not in the game. If, if you're not supposed to be here, go for one. Go for overtime. You have a shot. Don't go for two. Uh, if you're especially – like, the exceptions. If Bill goes for two, if Anthony Reid goes for two, Doug Peterson goes for two, Tomlin, guys who are known for taking risks when it matters most, yes – Mike Zimmer is about as closed up when it comes to taking risks as there is. I, I don't know. This is just hysterical. Russell and the boys escaping another one. Maybe Mike Zimmer's eye still messed up, so we couldn't really see the full score. Ooh, damn! That was a little shot. It's uh, what was wrong with his eye again? I might have cataracts. or not even now? He's old as shit. <laughs> Hang on. I gotta. I gotta make sure that that wasn't too out of pocket. I mean, Kev. I mean, we we talked about OnlyFans on the show before. Let's be honest here.
1: He's undergone eight. He went underwent eight eye surgeries. For what? I don't think there's eight parts of your eye. Might have been just eight <laughs> times on the same thing. Like, uh, I mean, like oh right, he scratched his eye and tore his retina. Oh
0: God! Oh, uh, like, as long as it wasn't cancer, right. it's fine. Yeah, as long as it's not cancer, it's fine. All right. My last comment. one charges.
1: What? My comments specifically. That's okay, why. I yeah. Up. Yeah.
0: All right. All last one charger saints all aboard the Herbert train, driving that one right to the to
1: to a Pro Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> Big old Drewski still got some gas in the tank.
0: Somehow. I mean, that last drive in overtime was was actually a Vintage Breeze. I was like, all right, there's Drew Breeze. Guy didn't miss.
1: I think that Mike Williams had to have had a Tom Brady moment. I think he forgot that it was fourth down because he didn't reach the ball. Because if it was third down, you don't want to reach the ball because they might strip it away, fumble it, whatever. But it's fourth down. If you don't make this, the game's over regardless if you – fumble it or whatever. You got to reach for that. Yeah. Unless he got injured on the initial tackle. And that's why he went down that way. Cause he did mess up his leg or something, but I don't think so. Definitely I think an interesting one. Moment. Definitely an interesting end of the game. Herbert
0: also, there was also two drops. So one by a Hunter, one by um, KJ Hill. The KJ Hill ball is behind him, but he still could have caught that. I thought that the KJ Hill ball was not well thrown at all, but he got his hands on it. And I don't know how he didn't come up with that catch, honestly. He also threw it like, into like so much traffic and it hit the spot. I was like, holy crap, that's impressive. Um, Yeah, I was about
1: to Herbert. He didn't lead him because he didn't want to get his head taken off. So he tried to put a little bit behind and just missed the mark a little bit. He did the opposite of Peyton Manning, who went, fuck it. We're getting a completion for the stats. I don't care if you can still walk after. Austin
0: Colley. <clears throat> right. Wes Welker by the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, listen, I, I was I was watching the game when Asante Samuel took off Austin Collie's head. Him and Quentin Michael made that dude, in, like, literally made that dude a vegetable for about 10
1: seconds. Fuck Asante Samuel. That's my boy. Watch your mouth.
0: <laughs> I don't like his kid though, so that's fine. <laughs> I just don't like him. All right. I I love Asante Samuel. Um
1: Yo, with league. all those
0: Super Bowls he helped you win. He hey listen, he, he was like the first good corner i ever seen play for Philadelphia besides Leader Shepherd, so. Um Alright. Next up on the list. All right, we got to talk about Lakers. The NBA Finals, of course, concluded Sunday night. Uh, congratulations to LeBron and the Lakers, uh, getting their 17th championship, LeBron's fourth for like 80% of the guys in that roster, their first. So it was really cool to see Dwight Howard get his first ch- championship. Uh, Danny Green, of course, pulling a Chris Long and LeGarrette Blunt getting back to back on two different rosters. Uh, As much as I'm not a big LeBron guy, guy played great. He earned his spot. I still love Jimmy Butler. The, that man has earned back my respect in one year, which is so impressive. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, the strangest season in NBA history is over. Uh, it's kind of nice getting a, a, the Lakers at the championship for Kobe. Last time I'll say it. I know Kev is like, it, it, like they kind of beat it like beat it like a dead horse. Listen, we get it was for Kobe. Um, it, it, listen, there's no like Kevin knows this. There's very few people on this planet who love Kobe Bryant more than I do. It's not just because of like the game. It's because of what he does off the court, all of his post stuff, all of his business acumen, everything else, and the fact that he is one of my brethren. I refer to as the cult that is called Philadelphia Eagles fans. He was one of us, so. But you know what? Good for LeBron. I, I still will not put him even close to Jordan, but he he definitely earns a little bit more of my respect there. He played a great series. So, Kevin? Look, I don't have an issue with the Kobe tributes. I don't. No, but they – they I have they, an issue it's... when every time, like, oh, it's 2-8. They did that for Kobe. No. They're playing a basketball game. They're not <laughs> – I know. You sent to- me that, and I was like, yeah, guys, come on, really? They're not going to, to actually memorialize Kobe. You win a damn title. You don't tweet about 45,000 times. Um, I do have
1: some takes about this. By all means. Uh, First off, Dwight Howard's baby mama was going off on
0: Instagram after. Talk about how Dwight Howard was ignoring his kids during the bubble and how Dwight Howard's fiance is a
1: bitch, basically, and it
0: was hysterical. NBA drama is just better than, like, every other sports drama. Can we just establish that right now it's great also um, i hate the fact that lebron got another ring i hate the fact that the lakers now is 17 even though if you're gonna argue the celtics because people argue the celtics shouldn't have their rings from the 60 count 60s counted because they are like four teams in the league the lakers have five from when they were in minnesota yes definitely those should be timberwolves rings by that logic or just nobody's rings by that logic too i don't get it um
1: also jared you're gonna be shocked here
0: I'm already pretty shocked tonight, so.
1: We're going to go shock, but we got to go belly up ASMR. Nick Wright said something that I agreed with. (laughs) What? (laughs) He was talking about the finals. And he said, whose legacy was helped more by this? Giannis or Jimmy Butler? By this finals run. Probably Jimmy. No, Jimmy lost. That's a finals loss. That but hurts also, your legacy.
0: Jimmy took a team with a bunch of young guys by him, basically by himself. Also had two of the greatest final performances in recent memory. But a finals loss hurts your legacy more than getting knocked out before. So his whole point was the fact that Giannis didn't catch this L, it helped his legacy more? No, he's arguing that's what people argue with LeBron.
1: Now, look, I'm not saying LeBron's the GOAT. I'm not saying that LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. That'd be ridiculous. I do think LeBron's better than Kobe, but that's a whole other thing.
0: I don't think either is as good as Kareem, but that's a whole other argument for another day.
1: Jared's rolled his eyes at me. Uh, look, yes, I understand. Mike went 6-0. and That's incredible. Going undefeated in the finals. You know who else is undefeated in the finals? Paul Pierce. Right. Isn't Rob Horry undefeated too? No, he yeah, lost. Yeah, Rob Horry has six rings as a, or sep, six or seven. Rings as a goal player, big shot, Bob. <laughs> look, know where he, he went to school? Big... Boston College, University of Alabama, baby. Oh shit! Didn't Latrell Sprewell La- go there too? Yes.
0: As did Colin Sexton. Fun fact. But anyway, you look, I think we need to stop counting. Saying, oh, LeBron's what is he like four and six in finals? I really don't really. If, okay, if if I may interrupt for a second, just one for thirty seconds. I'm. I guess I, I agree with you because I think counting finals, getting to the finals itself is incredible. Because it, regardless of what conference you're in, I really only count it with LeBron. Like LeBron thing is LeBron also I count as a finals loss when he would. Only because he would go through a garbage Easter conference. And that's the only time I would moderately bring it up. Like, I don't give a crap. I, I just count it like, like what's that what's that line I always say? Doesn't they don't ask how, they ask how many. Like, I respect the fact that LeBron's made the ten finals. That's why I have him my top three. It's one of the many reasons. But at the same time, I just – I put Jordan higher. I I do put Kobe higher because he's got one more ring. But they don't ask how. They ask how many. That's my motto here. But LeBron's going to catch Kobe, I think. You think he gets one more? Shit. I think he catches two. I think he gets two more. Maybe even three. Because uh, a certain um, uh, dude over who (laughs) resides in Brooklyn comes back next year, and that team is stacked. Even Kyrie's stupidity couldn't break that shit. Uh, they're already trying with the whole "we don't have a coach" thing, and if Paul George goes there, that locker room's exploding. I mean, he's not a bad teammate; he's just bad in the playoffs.
1: <sighs> yeah, so that locker room's gonna stop. But look, all I'm saying is LeBron's been to ten finals. That's more than Jordan. That's more than Kobe. He wins. He's not I think up finals losses. I think it's a secondary stat. So I I half agree with you. That's how I feel about rings. Like, if you're comparing two players, if it's close, bring rings into it. Like, look, I think Brady, Brees, and Manning are all comparable. Brady has more rings than the other two combined. Then, if LeBron gets his two more, and you go, okay, who's better, LeBron or Jordan? Like, LeBron's blown up the league similar to Jordan, they both have six rings. Oh, LeBron's been there 10 times, though. He's run through the East in a way that Jordan never did. And I understand that the East has been relatively weak a couple times, weaker than when Jordan was there because Jordan would go through Celtics and Pistons, but he and ran Pacers through that Yeah. It does not matter who you're playing against. You beat the guy in front of you. Why are we
0: discrediting Jordan for having a... playing against mailmen? He beat the guy in front of him. Why are we complaining about LeBron in a week east. He beat the guy in front of him.
1: That's all that matters. Give this oh. man his damn respect and buy a shirt on Teespring.
0: <laughs> nice sell. Um, Kev, you sure you don't want to go sell cars? What? You would be a great used car salesman. They should basically call me a scumbag. <laughs> Listen, I sold insurance. You're fine. um Hey. That is the director of graphic content and merch you are talking to, young man. <laughs> and you're talking to the assistant pod director. Yeah, we both got promoted. There you go. Um, either way, I still put LeBron at three. Various reasons, but also there were like the like so like with LeBron in his first year when he got smoked by in the first year of the finals we got smoked by this, this the um it's back to Jimmy Butler. I did not put any disrespect in LeBron when he basically went there with a bunch of scrubs and got smoked by the uh, Spurs. When Butler goes this year and has a couple of good players, but half of them are hurt for the first two games, puts up two Herculean performances, stretches it to a game six with a tw- his second best player for half of it being a 20-year-old guy who is dating a 26-year-old fitness model. Respect. Um, I gotta say, like I disagree with Matt, uh, with Nick Wright a little bit, only because, yes, Giannis, but Giannis, it to me has more knocking on his resume because he hasn't gotten past, like, Kawhi, or Butler, or in this case, um, who they get beat by? He yeah, got beat by Butler, right? It Was the Miami beat uh, the Bucks? They stopped.
1: Hey. it was like I a month so. ago.
0: That's why my brain's fried. I don't know. This time is a flat circle. Thanks, Kyrie. Well, F- This year has gone on forever. Yeah, this year has dragged like hell. Can we have it be like New Year's? Oh, hot take. Me and Kevin will live stream from New Year's this year.
1: <laughs> That'll be a disaster.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll have more Jack Daniels in our system than humanly possible between the two of us. Right, Kevin, I feel like you and me could kill a bottle in an hour. Probably. Or what? Yeah, between the because trust me, I have a, my motto at parties is a good night always starts with a little number seven. So, all right, moving on,
1: Mister Kevin, do you have anything weird for me? Well, the weird thing might have been a uh, Dwight Howard's baby mama, but I I do have something else. I was on I Facebook today. Mm-hmm.
0: And so all-star games, that's versus, like, whatever conference plays each other, right? And sometimes
1: they'll do a draft with, like, the best players from each conference. Yes. That's how hockey used to do it. Hockey used to do the—whoever won the Stanley Cup the the previous year, you're playing the all-stars. And then it reached a point where the all-stars played the Soviets. That actually sounds kind of fun. It was not fun for America at the time because the Soviets demolished us.
0: And then 1980 in Lake Placid happened. And I think the Soviets were still kind of dominant in
1: hockey for a while after that. Not as, but they kind of were.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, Quick note. uh, Cristiano Ronaldo did test positive for coronavirus. And then our faithful boss, Mr. Mike Brown... Also commented five seconds later. Probably not the worst thing he's tested positive for. I laughed I laughed like a psychopath in the gym for about 30 seconds, and it was hysterical. It was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. It was comedic timing. It was perfect. Um, his short joke's about me. Not great. That that joke, hysterical. All right. Ooh, let's roll the last call. All right. Kick that smooth jazz. All right. I'm putting on the visor, Kev. Oh, I'm changing. and girls, it's later. I'm channeling on... I'm channeling my inner Doug Peterson right now. So, folks, I watched my boy, number 11. I actually just bought his new... His new jerseys came in today because my old authentic one, too tight in the shoulders, too much uh, powerlifting during COVID, and the beer gut. But the beer gut's For the first time ever, Kevin, I have a jersey that's too tight in the shoulders and loose in the gut. Dreams do come true. Sure. So... On Sunday, I went. So this weekend was rough for me, man. I got pulled over. I watched my Hurricanes get the crap kicked out of them. I. cop let me off, by the way. Nicest guy in the world. And then I watched Carson Wentz with emerging stud Travis Fulton. Remember the name, folks. Uh, more on that in a second. Basically, lead Philadelphia back from being down 17 to being within, what, two points? Jake Kelly misses a field goal. It happens occasionally. I, I, I live to expect as an Eagles fan. The guy's clutch, sometimes he isn't. Jim Schwartz puts Nathan freaking Gary, the worst statistical linebacker, thanks to PFF on Chase Micro Megatron Claypool. I'm calling him Micro Megatron. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of co-opting Chris Sims' take. I'm smashing through the door. Chris Sims, Chris Sims said pre-draft special... Before me and Kevin marked it, ours, I watched Clay, Chase Claypool. I watched his film. I watched his 40. I watched his vertical. I said, This kid's a freak. I said, He gets to the right system, like a Philadelphia or a Pittsburgh or a uh, Seattle, where basically it's like, Hey, use your freak talent. We don't care. Just get open. And I'm like, This kid's going to be a monster. What do you know? Who goes to Pittsburgh. Who. Loves big, freakish receivers. Martavius Bryant, Plexco Burris, Antonio Brown. Anyway, so, Mike Wallace. So, yeah, I watched that guy dominate us. He's then I watched who now Eagles fans are calling mini Mike Thomas, Travis Fulgham. I'll explain. Just on, on tape, their games are very similar. They're box-out receivers, short routes. They're very good route runners. They like to play vertical, big body. Olgum Kidd was the most dominant player on the field according to Jonathan Vilma on Sunday great to see the blame solely resides on Mr. Schwartz do I think they should fire him? no because he's the genius who came up with the eight man pass for rotation which is awesome we have so many bodies coming in even Fletcher Cox in out of breath the biggest issue for Philadelphia is one get my man with the same hair as me Alex Singleton in And I don't know why I'm ranting about the Eagles defense right now. It's just going with the flow here. And the biggest thing to me right now is the trade deadline is coming up. And we talked about earlier. Julio's on the block. Le'Veon Bell's on the block. Uh, AJ Green is on the block. And there's one more name that should be thrown on there, Kevin. Zach Ertz. According to sources, um, Zach Ertz has been a very disgruntled teammate. Is uh, shown in cleanest day on film after Folgum's touchdown to get them within two points. Um, Ertz didn't even go up to congratulate Folgum. Clapp once walked away to the bench because he wasn't throwing the ball. Apparently, it's not been very good since the contract extension. And for those you don't know, Ertz has been in the contract battle with Philadelphia the entire offseason. He wants top three because Kelsey got paid, Kittle got paid, the second they got paid. I knew, I'm like, this is going to bite us in the ass. It does. The only reason Ertz hasn't been traded already is because my man, Dallas Goddard, one of my favorite humans of all time, is on IR for probably three or four more weeks. Broken ankle. I'm wishing speedy recovery. I think Philadelphia should bite the bullet. After Baltimore, their schedule gets a little easier. They get a bye week. I think they should deal Ertz after this ball game against Baltimore get either a first round pick second maybe a corner thrown in I don't care Vontae Maddox hopefully comes back next week so we finally actually have our starting corners for the first time since week one um well Miles Sanders back could play phenomenal against Pittsburgh uh, every, all my friends ask me if they want your takes on Philly and I'm like I saved it for last call because this way Kevin can't yell at me for it there's no live stream no viewers whatever I'm done with it don't demand top 10 freaking money if you can't do top 10 things. Sunday football, Kevin and me both watched this live. George Kittle was getting doubled and triple teams the entire damn game and got open. It was giving me headaches as an Eagles fan. At some points on Sunday, Travis K- uh, Zacherts was single teamed and wasn't getting open. I'm done. Get 86 out of here. Get 88 full-time starter stats. He's more athletic, more explosive, and a better run blocker. There's a reason we call him Baby Gronk here at Eagles Country. Because that man is literally in the same footsteps as Gronkowski. Maybe with a less back, but not playing with the goat. So we'll see what happens. But that's all I got. Get her trade arts. I'm going to make that trend on Twitter. But that's all I got, Kevin. I had to vent that one a little bit. That's fine. It's okay. I am currently working on a shirt actually. Is it Trade Erds? It's not Trade Ertz, it's uh someone said that the certain college up in Canada their mascots a dinosaur, so I said, Oh, we're putting Reptar on that shit. I'm I'm full of this. Oh, oh by, by yeah. the way, Carson Wentz t-shirt just dropped on Teespring. It's on our Twitter. Competitive son of a gun, he is. Yeah the Carson Wentz shirt drop, we're working on the uh the tailgate T series. I still want my Miami one, but unlike what Kevin tweeted before, unlike what Kevin tweeted before, I'm not going to get mad because unlike Ohio State, my team can actually play a full season while they're administrative, like, sticking it up their own ass. I'm working on it. I'm trying to find – the issue with some of these is I can't use the logos, so I have to find – copyright. I know, I know, I know.
1: But the shirts we have right now, we have uh, Ohio State – or, I'm sorry, we have the Columbus tailgate tee. We got the Pittsburgh Tailgate T. Well, some of them call have Coral. already. Been. Call it Coral Gables, by the way.
0: That's the way to get around it.
1: I mean, they don't own the rights to the name of the city. I can
0: call it that too. Like I have the. They'll draw They're less attention though. The
1: Austin Tailgate T. Nice. The Tuscaloosa Tailgate T. The East Lansing Tailgate
0: T. a shit about Michigan State. The, the Michigan would stay one that looks nice. Uh, You got your Trojans. I know so it does. A, Mark D'Antoni was like, D'Antoni was the last relevancy they had as a program. That's true. You got your your Morgantown, your Irish. Hold oh,
1: on.
0: Yeah, someone asked for it. Your Auburn tailgate. tea. that one I like, even though I almost didn't. Why you? puking yet? And then someone asked for a Dayton one. No! So we got a this Dayton one up there. you use a 305 uh, turnover chain, I don't think that's copyrighted. Oh, Jared, you, just... See, everyone thinks I'm a, a meathead, but then Kevin's the first one to realize, oh no, he's just hiding his genius. I feel like the them. turnover chain, I feel like the turnover chains aren't copyrighted. So, the issue is a lot of them have Miami logo so the 305 does not. It's just yes, the yes We'll then take the Miami logo out of it, or choose 305 with Miami colors. It's not hard, green and orange. Yeah, no, I do I I have some ideas. I know, I got your brain working as our new director of merch and graphics. So, all right, folks, we're at the one-hour mark. I'm good. Uh, We'll be back Thursday, live stream, Friday, show for your Saturday, drive to your game or kids, soft kids game or whatever the hell you're doing, mowing the lawn, in the case of my cousin. I'm Jared. That's Kevin. I'm going to go drink a beer and probably edit this. So, peace. Bye. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Podcast Network.